Hello beautiful souls and welcome back to episode 3 of this 3 part series on the spiritual alchemy and the journey through the major arcana. Now first off I want to say that if you haven't already listened to the last two episodes I would invite you to do that first as I will continue building upon what I've already presented before. And also if you have any questions or if you need more clarity regarding this material, uh, do not hesitate to contact me and I will be glad to, to answer any of your questions. I will leave my Instagram in the, in the show notes and there's also my email there. And one more thing that I want to point out is that alchemy is very complex and there are many ways to interpret um, and to associate these alchemical processes to the tarot card so by no means this is the only way this is just uh, the way that resonated with me the most so that's how I'm presenting it now without further ado today we'll cover the rest of the journey so the albedo and rubedo stages and beginning with albedo this is the washing away of impurities you know like a sort of baptism or a rebirth if I may uh, after the death that we've been through in the last episode Um, and in my opinion this begins with the temperance card and then goes through devil tower and then the star and this is the part of the journey where we align with our true nature we elevate our sexual energy and awaken the kundalini and we start um, shining our light to inspire others and also, after the death card, that uh, was the last uh, in the last episode, comes this temperance card. And this is where we invite um, the spirit in, you know, um, into the space that was created when we shattered the eco-identity. And now that life becomes a collaboration with this pure essence, with our soul. Um, we lower the walls around our heart. We find silence, we find peace. And this is also an integration period. On the last stage, the element was fire. In this stage, the main element is water. Water is purifying, you know, water is also the unconscious, the emotional layer. And on that matter, this can also have uh, quite an emotional discomfort as we are holding space for ourselves, a lot of the suppressed. Emotions can come to surface to be processed and let go of. Um, so once we we go through this phase, then we move on to the next card, which is the devil. And the devil represents the stage where we stop resisting our humanity and instead open to it. Instead of suppressing our sexual energy, we elevate it to a higher consciousness and start harnessing it for creative purposes. So we realize that sexual energy when used towards creative purposes does not enslave us, but in, it instead liberates us. And it is through the body that we can awaken the Kundalini energy. And this is the life force energy, you know, the energy that we used to create with. And so when we work consciously with this energy, there is no limit to what we can achieve. So the devil, in my point of view, represents this activation of the kundalini energy. And with this, we realize that those narratives that we built for ourselves in the first episode, um, 
Those are the only barriers between us and life's unlimited possibilities. And so we start to dissolve these limiting beliefs and to see what is possible when we work in collaboration with our spirit, with our soul. But so far through this journey, um, we've been going at a slow pace, you know, slowly dipping our toes into the waters in temperance and the devil. Now, <laughs> at this next stage of the spiritual journey, represented by the tower card in the tarot, this is where the whole dam comes down and brings down all the structures that we have created so far. I mean, if so far we have seen glimpses of the light, well, at this stage the light is fully released in the form of a thunder revealing the great truth. Um, this is what the tower represents for me, this, this revelation of our true nature, of our truth. And this is also the moment when this Kundalini energy reaches all the way to the crown chakra, bursting open our perception and understanding of this reality, and it fills us with pure bliss. And this is also the moment that that light in the lantern of the hermit that I mentioned in the previous episode is now fully released. So the question comes next, what do we do when the tower of our lives comes down? And the answer here is, well, we rebuild. But, and this is the, the difference, we rebuild in alignment with our spirit, with our soul. And this is represented by the star. So this is why the tower needs to come down to be able to rebuild a better structure, a better foundation, to, to work in this collaboration with our eternal essence. And so at this point in our spiritual journey, we're not only focused anymore on our own healing, so we, we not only focus on our own healing, but we also start being of service. We start blessing the world with our gifts. We start shining our light. And this is the beginning of our return to our true nature and also marks the, the end of the albedo stage. And so from here we move on to the last stage, um, the Citrinitas and Rubero, which we'll cover into a single stage. And on the journey, this is represented by the next cards, which are the Moon, the Sun, Judgment and the World. And this is where we unite masculine and feminine polarities again, and we transcend Judgment and open to unconditional love. And the lenses through which we see reality completely change here. So we start to trust in the unfolding with life and start to flow with it. We not only welcome it, but we become conscious creators of it. And now let's look at these cards for, for a little bit. So the moon represents the archetype of the divine feminine. The sun represents the archetype of the divine masculine. Together, they represent this king and queen in an alchemical marriage of opposites, if I may. Oh, they are the same that we saw back at the Prima Materia in the Empress and the Emperor, although back then they were conditioned by the ego identity, whereas now at this level of the sun and the moon, they are the integrated self. They are at the archetypal level. So they're not personalities or personas anymore. 
And now also at this stage in the journey, we start becoming a vibrational match for people and the lifestyle that we want. We start to make empowered choices towards what we want to achieve in life. We are able to show up more authentically, to enforce our boundaries. We also start to trust in ourselves, in the universe, in this cosmic interweaving. And with this, we are able to access our free will outside of those programmed and habitual tendencies. So we become aware that we chose this path, we chose this journey. We stop seeing life as something that happens to us, but as something that happens for us for our expansion, for our learning, and then something that happens through us as co-creators with this divine intelligence that lives within us. So you see that all these changes here, this, this progression of perspective. Also by embracing this polarity of the uh, moon and the sun, you know, the masculine and the feminine, the cold and the warmth, um, we activate the elevated state, you know, this is presented by the pineal gland, which is our gateway to oneness. Um, and this expands our whole perception of how we see reality. Um, and moving on from here to the next card, um, represented by the judgment, is the complete awakening to unconditional love. And this, um, this is done by transcending our tendencies towards judgment. Um, we do not judge others anymore. We do not judge our life. We do not judge the circumstances that we go through. But we accept them. We flow with them. We trust in them. And this also can be represented by the, you know, the, by the phoenix myth the bird that rises through the flames and is reborn as a higher version of itself. And then Carl Jung says that only that which can destroy itself is truly a lie. And with this becomes the aware welcomes the awareness of the of the eternal cycles of life and death. So we start to see things from the infinite perspective. The this infinite cycle of life and death and here we arrive at the world card the last card in the major arcana which represents the the reunified prima materia so the magician and the high priestess that we saw in the first episode card one and two are reunited now in card 21 but in a higher octave so in that sense, this is both an end, the end of one journey, and the beginning, beginning of a new journey. Um, this is this is the the completion, so the full activation of all the energy centers, the completion of this evolutionary uh, journey. And then from here, well, where we go to is we go back to the full, to card zero. We start again. Um, a new alchemical journey but we start on a higher rock so basically we bring all this knowledge into another into another journey into another incarnation if you if I may 
So basically, in summary, the Philosopher's Stone is the heart of God that beats in each and every one of us. But it takes a lot of suffering, a lot of resilience um, to burn away those layers that are concealing it. So it's a whole journey to the inner light, to, to the inner truth. And I know it's, it's been a lot of material um, in these three episodes. Um, I tried to, to summarize this information and structure it in a way that is easier to digest. But as I mentioned before, um, if you need more clarity, if you have any questions, if you want to dive deeper, don't hesitate to, to contact me and I will be happy to further discuss this. And yeah, with this in mind, uh, uh, let's wrap this series. Um, and with a big thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone. And I'm sending you much love and hope to see you in the next episode. Thank you.